trying to find um, the the flight path website. And I know I've looked oh, at it before. God. But the funny thing yeah. is now, everyone I go to has ads and they're all in the bottom right corner. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's a conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy, <laughs> definitely. Welcome back to the podcast, proud member of the Podbelly Network. Check them out at podbelly.com. And I have a fantastic guest on today, someone who is definitely worth getting up at 7.30 on a Sunday to talk about crazy science with. I have Jack from England. Say hello, Jack. Hello. My, my <laughs> surname is, in fact, from England. So yes. I'm glad you... Yeah, yeah. that Jack is my official title. From England. <laughs> well, yeah, you all have titles in England, don't you? Yeah, exactly. We're all sirs and lords and ladies and... Yeah, exactly. And... <laughs> yeah, I'm totally, I'm totally Duke of where I'm from. Totally. <laughs> Duke, Duke of Norwich. That that'll do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't think we have a Duke anymore. We have a mayor, but that's not anything interesting. Yeah, we have mayors too. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. We have we have a Lord Mayor. That's something different. And we have like a annual like. Um, what would be the equivalent? Like a Macy's Day parade, like a big parade kind of thing. Okay. For our Lord Mayor, whoever <laughs> or whatever that is, it's a medieval tradition. He gets like a but, parade yeah. every year. Oh yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Like, it's not far from the Fourth of July, which I think is quite funny. It's wow. like the Eighth of July or something, just to <laughs> shove it, shove it in America's face. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I can't yeah. imagine, like, oh, you're a mayor of town, you get a parade every year. It's it's weird, to say the least. It's very weird. England's weird. Yeah. <laughs> We're not here to talk about England. Well, we no. saw, I guess we saw it in a roundabout way. Get it? <laughs> Round. Roundabout way. Yeah. So, I guess you can see from the topic episode, if you've clicked on it, but we we're talking about the insane flat earth theory. <laughs> oh, the one I now believe in, because I've watched so many documentaries. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those weird things where, like, you go into it and you're like, this is crazy. And then you start researching it and you're like, well, maybe. But then you're like, nope. I'm a logical no, no, no. person. This is crazy. Oh, oh wait. Maths exists. <laughs> yeah. Therefore, no. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, God. Where, where on earth do we start, I think, is, is the real thing. Like, I think, okay, I, if people don't know what flat earth is. Okay. Or yeah. the theory that it is. I mean... Because they probably see these people online and posts. And you've ever been on Twitter in the last couple of years? Yeah. Then. So there's a group of people, I guess, that believe that the Earth is flat, and within their group, they have differing theories on, I guess, how they explain that it's flat. So some say there's like a dome over the top that, so yeah, yeah, all, like the the sky is projected on, so all the stars are projected on, and the moon and the sun it's like, kind of like light. a giant planetarium kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, with yeah. a giant ice wall at the edge for, I guess, Antarctica. Mm -hmm. That's like they, you know, say it's like a Game of Thrones ice wall at the edge. It, it, yeah, I feel like somebody read or watched Game of Thrones <laughs> and was like, "Yeah, the ice walls. Yeah, that sounds that great. Sounds, that sounds good." Um, 
so they believe that <coughs> well coughing right off the bat they believe that that the earth is just it's flat and my biggest issue with that is why <laughs> why do you think or do they think that we've been lied to by everyone in the science community for several hundred years <laughs> for like for for all of time yeah so um i watched a, in preparation for this i watched a few i'd already watched behind the curve which is the netflix documentary that yeah. kind of That's really brought it into the main mainstream mm-hmm. same here um they have, have some serious problems with that but we'll get in we'll, we'll, i think we'll have a little behind the curve segment later yeah. on we'll have to uh the, the model that they have like you said has the ice wall around the edge mm-hmm. which is antarctica apparently then everything else is contained within that wall on a disc and the arctic is the center and then they splay out the rest of the continents like around the arctic for some reason. Yeah. And then as you said, like the moon and the sun are not giant balls in the sky. They're lights or something. Yeah. I'm still not entirely sure. Then nobody really explains it in a convincing way, funnily no. enough. No. That are either like suspended or projected onto this dome that is it looks like under the dome, basically. Exactly. Or the Sim- the Simpsons movie. Yeah. Like their theory is that the world is the Simpsons movie or the Truman show, basically. Mm-hmm. And what it seems to kind of connect to for a lot of people, and especially in America, since this is such a prevalent belief system in America is fundamental Christianity. Yes. In the, so if it's this dome and it's this like planetarium and it's the whole kind of like, we're the center of the solar system thing, which means it was all made for us and we're special and we're God's children. Yeah. And, if it looks like a dome and it's created in this little disc way, it has to have been created by somebody. Yeah, who made it, right? <laughs> Theref- therefore God. Yeah. And a lot of people, not not all of them, I'm not kind of, you know, blanket terminating all the, um, all the flat earth theories and all the fundamental Christians under one umbrella, but that seems to be a very common thing from interviews. That I've, I think it was, um, uh, I think it was Vox, that went out and interviewed some people at one of the at one of the conventions, very much like the one that is featured in Behind the Curve. Yeah. And they met Mark Sargent, the subject of Behind the Curve, and did that whole thing. And he says, why do you believe in it? So like, well, it proves there's a creator. I'm like, I hadn't even thought about that, but yeah. sure. I, I, <laughs> I, guess, I guess you can see that in a way to like multiple parts of your belief system kind of tying together. That's... That's classic confirmation bias. That's, oh, I believe in this thing, and that also relates to this thing, therefore they both must be true. Yeah. And it's a weird thing. Obviously, I don't want to necessarily get into, like, religion talk on this show, <laughs> but, like, that that makes no sense to me in any way. And just, like, basic maths. You, you mentioned the time scale of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, I watched a video by Carl Sagan, absolute hero of mine the reason one of the reasons <laughs> i ended up doing my astrophysics degree we talked yeah, about so we should actually say that because I, I two years ago mentioned it, that that you have a degree in astrophysics which is like yeah you know science against flat earth <laughs> yeah exactly um I, I don't practice science actively these days but i I'd certainly studied it for a long time obviously all through college and university and stuff and yeah have a degree in astrophysics which is why i was like who can I have on to talk about flat Earth, uh, Jack? <laughs> yeah, I, got, I, I did my uh, final year dissertation on classifications of galaxies, 
which I, th- I think I mentioned a couple of years ago yeah. when I was last show because we, we did about, a, like spacey stuff. We did the space space pie episode. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, by the way, just a little side note. I really enjoyed your observatory episode the other day. It by the way, it was amazing. It was awesome to go to. I loved it. Yeah, we we have an observatory on campus at my university, and it was incredible. Just having it there and being able our dissertation work and our kind of project work involved us just going out at night to the school observatory and just hanging out and looking at stars That's and. So cool. I thought oh, it was so funny that out. you were the first one to like my post on Instagram. I'm like, that's fitting. <laughs> <laughs> Who else was going to? Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, back back to flat Earth stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that Carl Sagan mentions that there was some Greek philosophers and scientists that had looked at the shadows of objects. They were like these. I think they were like obelisks or something. I'm not sure if he's using it in a kind of metaphorical way, but. There were these Greek philosophers that used these particular objects and the shadow that was cast by the sun and how the difference in angle between, I think it was Alexandria and another, you know, in one of the famous ancient cities. And they were 800 kilometers apart, which was measured by foot. Just he, he paid a bunch of people to walk there and back to, to pace it out basically. Um, and they calculated the angle of the shadows and therefore the angle of things. And if the Earth is flat, the shadow should be the same. So if, if it's yeah. directly overhead one, it should be directly overhead the other. If something is in the center of this so-called dome, then every shadow in the world would suddenly be flat and directly underneath the object because the sun would be directly above all of us. Yeah, exactly. But it's not because the Earth <laughs> curved, and 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 Sagan has it like kind of drawn out, and, and he he cut he folds the paper. He says, as you can see, the shadow then elongates as you adjust the curvature of the Earth. He says they came to that conclusion was like, well, that means there must be some sort of curvature between here and there, and they basically did kind of um, using the angle. So if if the two angles of the obelisks met at some point that must be the center of this curve which is the center of the earth mm-hmm. and they within a couple of degrees of accuracy calculated the curvature of the earth around the time of jesus <laughs> this, this is like two to two and a half thousand years ago and they were able to mathematically calculate the curvature of our planet using some some sticks yeah. essentially <laughs> people walking and maths. Yeah, very basic science. <laughs> exactly. It, it's fundamental basic science that you can do, that we did as humans, mm-hmm. two millennia ago. <laughs> yeah. And then and then suddenly basketball players and WWE wrestlers <laughs> coming out and being like, hey, man, yeah, flat earth, that, that totally makes sense to me. Yep. Oh, really? <laughs> like, we haven't proven this thousands and thousands of times in multiple different ways. And the whole, there's a song that's the, um, why is every photo of Earth a Photoshop or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, there's just no convincing these people because no. any evidence you present is like, well, it's fake. Like, yeah, so that's the weird that- part to me is like, why, like, why would it be fake? <laughs> what do, what do the, the powers that be gain by faking this global conspiracy? Because that, that, it would have yeah, to be people in every single country 
you know, it's not just an American thing because people in Australia, they believe that the world's a globe. You know, people in China believe it's a globe. I'm pretty sure North Korea believes it's a globe. <laughs> you know? Even North Korea. Yeah. So if anyone was going to be lying to their country, it would be North Korea. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they are flat Earth in North maybe. Korea. Who knows? <laughs> we, ne- we never we never get any information out of there, so no. maybe they are. But that, that's what I don't get. Like, why for hundreds of years, at least, you know, I think this was going back to 1800s, they, the map was made or whatever it was that yes. was flat. But yeah. so why would we be lied to? What would we have to gain? Like, why not just be like, no, it's flat. And then, like, go off the belief that it's flat. Like, I don't... And then every single person that's in, you know, NASA and any sort of space organization is, you know, astronauts. They're being sworn to secrecy. The ones that go up into space, they're like, oh, don't tell anyone you're not really going to space. We're going to fake this all and swear all of you to secrecy. Like, it's yep. crazy. It's it's the moon landing conspiracy times a million. Yeah, times everyone. Like- Every space, every spacewalk, every space station video you've ever seen, mm. every launch video, every time anybody has actually been to a launch. Yeah. Because I know, I know people who have been to rocket launches. Like, you can go, you can view them as yeah. members of the public and stuff like that. You can not buy tickets, but you could go there and like watch it and stuff. All of that's fake. Absolutely, every single spaceship, every single rocket, yeah. every scrap of footage or photo from space from the moon from satellites is fake yes that is a <laughs> like i i think that my, my opinion about the the moon landing conspiracy to kind of spin off into a tiny little tangent is that it's too big to cover up yeah there's no way you would have to get all of nasa which was like thousands and thousands of people yeah. to all swear allegiance to like, oh yeah, it's totally Stanley Kubrick in a studio. Had to get Stanley Kubrick to lie about it. You have mm-hmm. to get the cinematographer to lie about it. You have to get the production team to lie about it. The actors, like this, somebody would have slipped up. Somebody would have done something. Some people janitor are would have seen some exactly. Or yeah, <laughs> somebody told his son as a joke, and then realized he told him the truth, and then the janitor believed him, and then blah yeah. blah blah blah, like. Exactly. Somebody somewhere would have slipped up. Yeah. This is that, as I said, <laughs> yeah. beyond comparison. This is every scientist, every professional scientist, pretty much ever, in the yeah. in the history of modern the modern era. Yes. In the last, <laughs> in the history of since Christ was walking the earth, mm-hmm. is lying yeah. and is just signed up to this conspiracy. I did a degree in astrophysics. I didn't sign up to that conspiracy bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody, nobody told me at the time. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. Well, all the all your teachers are lying to you. Like, yeah. What? What? And every no, like, every country. So you'd have to get every country country mm-hmm. to agree to perpetuate this lie to everybody. Yeah. So everyone, like... everyone in the world for the last, <laughs> yeah. like you said, like literally hundreds of years, is like, no, we we want to control the people. Yeah. That's the whole like classic conspiracy thing, isn't it? Like, oh, it's a to control the weak and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're just trying to, yeah. you know, the man's trying to, the Illuminati are trying to control us or whatever. Like, oh God, this is layers upon layers <laughs> upon layers of conspiracies. They're like, you know, United States is like, oh, we're going to invade you and you know take your oil and whatever. But oh, you still believe in you know telling everyone this lie about the globe, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Russia, you you all you all promise. 
Yeah. Okay, World War Two happened, but Germany didn't go like, hey, by the way, the Earth is round. And be like, wait, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, if anyone would have, it would have been Adolf Hitler, because he was into conspiracies. Exactly. Hitler, Hitler, oh, <laughs> if Hitler, Hitler was a flat Earther, I want that on a T-shirt. <laughs> you probably would have been so into it. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting that on Vista print later on. <laughs> you, can, you can buy that on my... Uh, flat Earth merch shop later on today. <laughs> Hitler was a flat earther. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that's that's for me, like taking all of their pseudoscience and everything out of it, for me it still comes back to but why lie? <laughs> like, yeah. What is the that, point? That, that, <laughs> I think that's one that's a big question a lot of people should ask about conspiracies as, as like the first question. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, I want to test the science of this. I want to interview the people. I want to question this and question that. It's like, just ask why. Why lie? Why Why is it a conspiracy? Why does it matter? Who would benefit from yeah. that? What's the fucking point? <laughs> and even the thing with science, like, it, it changes. Like, we have new discoveries. They keep taking, you know, Pluto's a planet. Pluto's not a planet. Like, we science changes as technology changes and more things are discovered. So if it got to a point where they actually, you know, we all believe that the world was a globe for a long time and then science, you know, got to be a better telescope and prove that, like, oh, no, it's flat. We went up there, we looked, it's flat. You know, after the first space launches, they would have been like, no, we were wrong, it's flat. Let's move on with this, you know, this is fact now. It's insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah, How anyone could possibly kind of assume that Something on that scale is possible, and like you said, without a janitor slipping up or without yeah. somebody saying something, yeah, it's bizarre. But then apparently, maybe Mark Sargent is that guy, and he's the guy. No, it, there was there's the other guy whose name I can't remember, who's like yeah. sort of the founder, who's a Matt former astrophysicist. Yeah, Matt something, who's a who then like disowns the rest of the flat earthers yeah. and goes even deeper into madness. Yeah, like some they're Lovecraftian like protagonist, he just descends into this cosmic madness. It's bizarre. So the other part with the flat Earth theory is not that. So they they say that like we're the only flat planet, is the weird thing too. Because then it's like, okay, so if Earth is flat, is every other planet flat? And they're like, nope, they're not flat. They're just fake. But it's also like, so it's you know like planet, planet, flat, planet, planet, like. I don't understand <laughs> how Earth is the only dinner plate, if if that's what they come up with. And then, I guess they explain it away by saying, yeah, like, it's just, everything is projections on this dome. But then, where's Earth? If everything's a projection on a dome, so we're just the self-contained, you know, terrarium of people on a, you know, a spinning disc that's somewhere in the universe? Yep. <laughs> but the whole un- the whole universe doesn't exist. It's just us. Yeah. It's just Earth. It's flat Earth. We are the center of the universe because the universe doesn't exist, and it's all just a show for our amusement, <laughs> I guess. We're God's like little like terrarium of little people. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah, it's, we're his special little creations that he just <laughs> pokes and prods occasionally. Like, oh, here's a here, you know, here's a tropical storm. Here's this. Here's that. Have fun with that. Comes by and gonna... sprinkles food in like a fish tank. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, that kind of weird kind of 
that like I said, I hadn't even thought about that when I started looking into this a couple of years ago, and when I was watching behind the curve earlier this year and all that kind of stuff. It never occurred to me that oh yeah, this means we're the center of the universe. Yeah, God's little planetarium terrarium thing. He just calls like Budo over, and he's like, "Hey, look at this! Look what they're doing now!" (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you did a great job, man. Yours looks better than mine. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I got some like like a quarter of a dome thing, and then it cracked, and it was oh, I think I dropped it once. I knocked it off the table. It was a real pain. They just keep dying. I don't know why. (laughs) Oh, you got to poke air holes in the top. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't forget to put holes in the in your pets <laughs> containers kids said said god yeah um yeah it's this it's this weird thing of it, it in my like you said the why is the big question mm-hmm. and the fact that it implies so many other layers of either conspiracy or just plain old insanity yeah and that it, it can't exist by itself yeah really kind of destroys it as a conspiracy theory for me because if this is true, then this is also true. Then yeah. this must be true. Then this must be true. Then this must be true. Exactly. With each of those, it becomes less and less likely. Yeah. There was actually a really good quote by guys in Behind the Curve, um, one of the science writer guys, and he said that, you know, they change it to be their beliefs, and if reality doesn't fit what they believe, well, rather than changing their belief, that reality must be wrong. And it yes, seems like exactly. that's how, how they handle things, where they're like, Okay, the Earth is flat, and you're like, well, "What about this?" Well, that's wrong then. Okay, well, what about this too? Well, that's fake too. Yep, everything is either fake or a lie or both. Yeah. Or it doesn't exist or whatever. Like, yeah, we're just a. Uh, that's the problem with a lot of. That's the problem with fundamental thinking, whether mm. it's flat Earth, religion, diehard atheists to go the other direction. Like, I guess that there's yeah. you any extreme. I will not be moved on my opinion goes against I think the evolution of us as societies as as civilizations and and goes against as as you very rightly said the concept of science yeah science either wants to prove that it's wrong or wants to find out more stuff yeah the and fact that when I something is published happened. in a journal mm-hmm. like it goes through rigorous rigorous like all of your peers, like all your colleagues in Sweden and Australia and stuff, are like, "Oh, really? You think you found this new particle or whatever? Well, we don't think you have. We're going to test your theory. We're going to check the maths a hundred times and go through this thing and blah 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 blah." And eventually, it comes out the other end that, "Oh, maybe it is right. Maybe yeah. it is true. Or somebody will disprove you wrong." We had yeah. so many like fake Higgs boson things before the real one happened and all that kind of stuff, like. There was such a big theory around that, and then we're like, oh, we found it in Sweden. Oh, no, we didn't. Oh, we found it here. Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't. Oh, we found that here. No, we didn't. And there's so many, like, missed kind of opportunities in that way that I think it it almost then lets people be like, well, science has been wrong about stuff before. Like, yeah, and science admits when it's wrong. That's exactly And when it. it's striving for more information. Yeah. We know more than we ever have done before because science keeps pushing that boundary, whether it's biology, chemistry, physics, engineering, it doesn't matter. We keep learning more stuff. We keep understanding our world and our bodies and our universe in more more interesting ways. And that's the whole point of science. <laughs> and I think that that's why, 
you know, I think that if, if science had discovered that, you know, at one point that the Earth is flat, like, say, it's the first time, you know, a spaceship went up, and they are like, oh, yeah, it looks like it's oh, not holy shit. flat. Yeah. yeah, and they would have been like, hey, guess what? It's flat, you know? They would have said it, and they would have, you know, brought it to the people, and not just been like, okay, look, it's really flat, and we thought it was a globe, so everyone, shh, be quiet, don't tell anyone. Well, if that <laughs> happened, would we have, like, round Earthers now coming out <laughs> yeah. of the it's a sphere. We're we're a we're a beautiful special sphere. We should make round all... earthers a thing. Exactly. Yeah. Start a round what, earth society. What one of my favorite quotes? One of my favorite just lines of dialogue. I can't remember if it's from behind the uh, behind the curve or not. But it was like, this convention is a gathering of flat earthers from around the globe. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> what did you just say? From around the globe, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. From around the globe. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Is that just because the conspiracy has permeated your your vocabulary? Is that exactly. the problem? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they've, they've really got to you, man. You, you use the term around the globe. You're I, one of them. I think what they really need to do is fund some kind of expedition to the arctic like they always talk about because no one apparently no one's allowed to go to the arctic and explore and they say like no one's ever allowed to go there like one guy went and one guy flew over it on his own but no one goes there and no one flies over it so they need to get some kind of funding for it and if there's so many of their members just start a freaking gofundme to you know everyone pay money to fund this expedition to the arctic to see if there's this giant ice wall out there there's literally millions of people that believe in this. Thing. Yes. Just put in a dollar each. <laughs> right. And you'll probably, Everyone you'll probably put in a fine. dollar. Everyone put in, set up a, I don't know, GoFundMe yeah. or a Patreon or whatever. Like, you do you. Get your get your things paid for or whatever. Because mm-hmm. a guy tried to, if I remember, it was maybe a year or so ago, a couple of years ago, a guy tried to build a rocket yeah. of, his, of his own making and tried to fly it past the horizon to prove a point or something something like that. Mm. He was he'd done some calculations that he could fly in a particular way that would prove that the earth is flat. But then like his rocket exploded or broke or something yeah. like that. Well obviously he's not an astro engineer. He's not <laughs> He's not an engineer. He's yeah. not a physicist. He's not a you know he's not it's not rocket science. Oh no, wait! It's literally rocket science. <laughs> exactly. That's you know? a phrase people say because <laughs> because rocket science is difficult. Yeah. Not just oh, just build a you know a, a pop rocket in my backyard and then fire it up and be like, see, Earth is flat. With that too. Like, so Red Bull did that thing where the guy jumped. Yeah, Felix Baumgartner. Yeah. yeah. And you could see the curve. <laughs> But he didn't really do it, no. so it's fine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, they can easily do that on Photoshop. Have you seen CGI these days, Mandy? Yeah. It's amazing. Exactly. Have you seen the Avengers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks great. Have you seen Gravity? Mm-hmm. Conspiracy. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> gravity Gravity's a very... Uh, that was kind of an accidental segue there, but gravity is an interesting topic for flat earthers to discuss. Yeah. I don't get how they're like, no, it's not real. Because we can measure gravity in other objects, in literally on like Earth-bound objects. Yeah. Not even without leaving our planet, we can measure gravity in a variety of different ways on various objects with 
unbelievable amounts of accuracy. Mm-hmm. We can predict how things moved, when they will move, how they accelerate due to gravity, what attraction certain objects have to certain objects depending on their mass with incredible amounts of accuracy with very, very basic maths. And in some cases I'm sure very complicated maths, but like <laughs> that's that's such a fundamental part of how our planet works that it's just you can't deny gravity, like this whole like, oh gravity's just a theory. And like oh God. Yeah. Well, they, they have an excuse for everything. They're like, no, that's just yeah, this, and that's it, just exactly, wrong. Yeah, every answer to everything is, well, that's fake. They made it up. It's not real. Yeah. But what if it is? Would it? Wouldn't life just be much easier if it just was? Yeah. Around Earth, and gravity does function how we think gravity yeah. functions. And then, like, okay, so say you go through, and you believe in flat Earth, and you're like, I believe in everything is fake, and all this is fake. So then, what? <laughs> like. Or is your life better now? Are you in a better situation? Like, what what difference yeah. does it make? They take like an intellectual high horse kind of position. Like they 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 take the high ground, Obi Wan Kenobi style, and they're just like, well, now I know, and yeah. I need to tell everyone else because everyone needs to know. Like, but it doesn't affect your life, so no. why does it matter? Who cares? Yeah. It, does, it, it doesn't matter to me if... Yeah, yeah then that's what I, I said that to my husband last night watching the documentary. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if the Earth is a cube. It doesn't affect my everyday yeah. life. Yeah. I don't care what shape the Earth is. Yeah. When I fly to a place, it flies to the place I want to go to. Yeah. Roughly within the allotted <laughs> time that they tell me it will fly to. Yeah. Who fucking cares if it goes... Like, what the, the one I was reading yesterday, there was a theory that it was... Johannesburg in South Africa to Perth and Australia flight mm-hmm. always has to stop in Dubai. And this is because the Earth is flat. If you draw a straight line, it has to like divert in a particular way, and they couldn't possibly do that, so they have to go through Dubai. That proves the Earth is flat. The answer the airline gave was, Dubai is one of the most popular holiday destinations yeah. on the planet. We go there to pick up people who want to go <laughs> yeah. to Australia and who pick up people who want to go the other way and go to South Africa. Yeah. Well, the thing, because... too, they can't necessarily fly, like, straight across the ocean like they always try and say because they have to, like, hit land masses. Yep. <laughs> That's part yep. of, like, aviation and, yep. like, their rules is they're supposed to be over, like, so much, you know, water and then so much land for emergency and everything. So you can't just fly all the way across the ocean, even if you had enough fuel, straight across the ocean, because you need to be over land. Yep. And and, uh, I, and we're talking about this just now. Like, I assume you've seen various flight paths and yeah. stuff. And if you see it drawn out on a flat map, like on a screen, a computer, or on your phone, or literally drawn on a map for whatever reason, it looks mental. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, like, oh, yeah. The Earth is round, <laughs> yeah. So that is kind of a straight line on a curved surface. Exactly. If you look at it projected onto a flat image, it stretches and warps everything else. So you can't imagine what is along the edge of a curved surface projected onto a flat thing looks completely different and looks like planes really go out of their way to fly in these weird arcs that make no sense. But if you view it actually on a globe. 
it makes complete sense. And like you said, there, there's regulations and yeah. stuff for that shit. They have to stick with it. You can't just like, oh, we'll, we'll go from... I don't know what's the what's the widest stretch of water on the in the world, whatever think, that is. Yeah, so. maybe if you flew from like, like yeah, like South Africa or something, all the way to Australia. Yeah, straight exactly. across there, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah. The 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 problem is there's no convincing some of these people. No. And it, the really dangerous thing, and the kind of thing I hinted at earlier, is enough celebrities and like mm-hmm. influencers and stuff are either coming out for it or making jokes about it or saying like, well, I'm just saying that there's yeah. some ideas there. I don't, I don't believe it because they don't want to be pigeonholed like and told they're crazy. I don't believe it, but there's some interesting ideas. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. There's some interesting ideas, but I don't believe it. Don't, don't like quote me on that, but it's interesting. Yeah. Well, that sounds like you believe in it, but you don't want to admit it to the public because people will, like, shun you, basically. Yeah, exactly. Shun you back to the middle, the middle ages. <laughs> They're sort of like just testing the waters, like seeing the kind of you know reception yeah. they'll get from people. And it's funny because I brought up to to my husband last night when we were watching Behind the Curve and how Elron Hubbard made a freaking cult out of his sci-fi books, and <laughs> millions of people or however many are part of Scientology believe that bullshit. So yeah. people will believe something if they want to believe it. And flat Absolutely. earthers are no different than Scientology in my mind. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. It's a cult. It's absolutely a cult. Yeah. And it, because it's it's kind of spawned off of this growth of don't trust the expert kind of anti-expert, mm-hmm. anti-science, anti yep. they 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 <laughs> see it as yeah, anti-establishment, anti-elitism kind of thing. Yeah. And in a way, I guess the sciences and stuff are elite, but then everything is in a way. So, like the music industry is elitism because yeah. some people can sing and some people can't sing. Yeah. Some people can play instruments and some people can't. Some people can do mathematics. Some people can't. It's very dangerous to have these influences because they influence young people as yeah. well. Yeah, and they should be like, oh well, Kim Kardashian said this, or you know, this basketball player like Shaq yeah. made a joke about it. And he was like, no, nah, I don't really believe that. I was like, whether that's true or not, some people won't see your retraction of that statement. Exactly. Well, if Shaq believes it, then, you know. And I mean, like, sports is elitism as well. Yeah. I'm never going to be a basketball player. <laughs> I, I'm pretty tall. I'm 6'2", but I'm never going to be a basketball player. I'm nearly 30. I'm not suddenly going to be like, hey, I'm a basketball player. <laughs> hey, I'm a, you know, suddenly I'm a cross-country runner or whatever like everything is elitism because of genetics and because of you're good at things and you're not so good at other things like that's how everything works that's how animals work yeah some animals do things better than other animals like it's not it's not like a big conspiracy like only the smart people get to be scientists (laughs) yeah good because they could do the science they could do the maths that is required I don't want idiots to be yeah. scientists because they can't do the science correctly. They would just waste everyone's time and funding and stuff. The funny thing... In the same way that I don't want people who can't sing to get record contracts yeah. and stuff. The thing with scientists that I found, or people even in the science field and engineers and any of them, if you ask them and you're like, hey, 
what about this or how does this work they're more than happy to be like okay i'll explain it to you or i'll show it to you or you know maybe i haven't thought about that let's take a look and see how it works like because they want to find out answers as well yeah exactly the whole like we said the whole point of science is is skepticism is questioning everything like look even and I, I said earlier, like if you go to like peer review for a, being published in a journal or whatever, you have stages before that where you and your own colleagues, say for example, what we mentioned observatories earlier, you observe, say you observe a new unrecorded galaxy, you then spend a very very long time checking with the internet and all of the records, mm-hmm. being like, are we sure nobody has ever found this thing before? Yeah, we found a galaxy at these like spatial coordinates are we sure that the hubble hasn't telescope hasn't already seen this can we we need to confirm that we want to prove ourselves wrong at every given opportunity because that's the easier explanation yeah you want to oh no oh i'm i forgot to carry the one is the classic like whoops yeah exactly silly me and and there was like i said there was an example about that with i think it was with particles moving faster than light and one of the uh like neutrino capturing giant like water station things in eastern europe had had found this particle that was traveling faster than light this this subatomic particle or something and i'm like well that's impossible it's got mass and they're like oh no wait it's actually like a million times less than that or whatever yeah and we forgot we forgot to carry the one from the other thing (laughs) yeah so it turns out it's like the tenth of the speed of light instead of a hundred times the speed of light, and that makes way more sense. Mm-hmm. Like, right? Okay. People make mistakes. That's good because that is the learning process, and this whole like anti-expert thing. Yeah. And I'm, I had this kind of conversation with my dad years and years ago, and I think I might have mentioned this previously on the show. Is he? We we were talking about was just when I started to like do my degree and really kind of get into physics in a very real way rather than just, you know, browsing and reading books and stuff. And I said to him, okay, so quantum physics works in this way and this way and this way. And I kind of very, very vaguely briefly explained my understanding of quantum physics. Um, I said, and string theory is like this, this and this. He says, well, string theory makes a lot more sense. Like, it doesn't matter. There's no evidence for string theory. It doesn't matter what makes more sense to you because... The universe doesn't have to make sense to you. And that's what flat earth theory people think. Like, yeah. oh, well, it makes sense to me. Like, the universe doesn't give a shit whether yeah. you understand it. <laughs> exactly. That's not the universe's problem. That's not the planet's problem. It just exists. Whether you believe in it or not, or whether you understand it or not. We don't understand most stuff. Yeah. <laughs> in, in terms of science, we've <laughs> still got a long, a long way to go. Yeah. We don't understand how life began. We don't understand how the universe began. We don't, we don't fully understand so much stuff. Yeah. But that's good. That means we've got stuff to discover. That means we've got more things to explore and question and understand. But people want shortcut answers. Well, well the Earth is flat, and that is an easy answer, and that explains everything. I don't need to worry about the rest of the things in my life. And it's like... <sighs> and it's, okay, it's fine. funny that their easy answer is this flat disk with a giant wall of ice <laughs> and a dome over it that someone would have had to build and everything in the sky is just projection onto this dome. That's even just believing that it's a planet 
in like a solar system. <laughs> That's a really good point. Yeah. In a way, flat Earth is way more complicated yeah. than reality. Because <laughs> reality is like, oh, gravity eventually just like, you know, dust and stuff and and space mm-hmm. debris and rocks eventually all gathers together in a in a gravity coalesced blob. Yeah. And eventually it becomes planets or comets or asteroids or stars, whatever. No, no, no. It's custom built human planetarium mm-hmm. by something or yeah. someone maybe you're, you're asking more questions than you're answering yeah. but you think of this as a really simple answer i hadn't really thought about that way either. that's a really good point that their, their simple answer isn't simple it's at all way more complicated because <laughs> then you even get down to okay so say all of like space's projection on this dome so then when there's events like the eclipse that they even showed in the movie that happened a couple of years ago or you know uh, a comet comes by or a comet lands from somewhere. Where's that comet coming from? Is it coming from the dome? Where is that comet that's hitting Earth coming from if it's in a self-contained dome? And then someone's programming different, you know, eclipse cycles and things onto the like the dome to project for us to see. Like that just brings it to a whole new level of complication. God's got just a giant stopwatch of like, oh, Haley's comets due around in another three hundred yeah. years. Here we go. Stop stopwatch like. Yeah. Randomly, yeah, like, it's... drop something onto it. It's like, oh, shit, I dropped that. Oh, I guess it's a comet now. <laughs> yeah, that's actually like a, I don't know, um, think of like, that's like the, that's like a Nesquik from his serial. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. And it, down comes the comet, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I, dro- I dropped another Nesquik. Here yeah. it goes again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, should we talk about Behind the Curve in, yes. more, in more detail? Yeah, because... so it's probably the more mainstream documentary that people have like more access to and i'd watched yeah. it a few months ago i was like oh look at this this is crazy and then i'm like okay i'm gonna watch it again last night to just make notes on on the crazy <laughs> me too i started a google doc because i was watching <laughs> yeah. half of it is in all caps <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, so... I remember we, we we it was an idea of my my partner emma she was saying like oh we should watch this because she has similar conversations with me as this kind of thing, just to like see me get passionate and annoyed <laughs> and just like basically wind me up and watch me go. Like, yeah. And I and I get like more and more angry, and more and more high pitched when I'm when I'm really getting angry. That doesn't make any sense. What the hell? I'm just like freaking out and shaking my fists and stuff. She finds that hilarious. I'm like, well, let's watch a flat Earth documentary. And I gritted my teeth. I was like, okay. Knowing she definitely doesn't believe in it, and she is just doing. <laughs> like, I kind of want to see the yeah. other side to this. Um, yeah, and we sat down, and there are multiple points where I was just shouting at the TV. <laughs> you can't go back and watch it now, but she did like Instagram story my reactions <laughs> to it when I'm just like arms in the air screaming at the TV, like that's not how maths works. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, oh yeah, well if you do this thing and this thing and that moves yeah. at that speed, then that means that. It's like, no, that's not how <laughs> velocity calculations work. What are you talking about? Yeah. Me with my what ten years out of date degree level physics knowledge <laughs> could debunk like fucking everything they came up with in yeah. that that thing in about ten minutes. It was ridiculous. I'm not a professional scientist. I'm a guy that did a degree ten years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> well, even for me, like the Sorry. very first thing I when I started watching this, it was just like my first note is like, "Why lie though?" <laughs> like that's what always <laughs> comes back to me. I'm like, "But why lie though? <laughs> like why? Yeah. Why are we all yeah. being lied to? It makes no sense to me." So the funniest that- part, I think, in the movie is how they show like well documentary <laughs> to do they do two experiments oh these are the best that, that they think are going to prove that the earth is so, flat and okay. one of the best parts is one of the other science like guys that they're interviewing because they're interviewing you know several actual people in different fields of science in the movie and then as well as all the flat earth people and if you haven't seen behind the curve i mean go and watch it because it's hilarious but so they one of the science guys I forget which guy it was but he says that how most people start with they formulate you know a theory and then they do science or experiments to you know get to a conclusion and not to necessarily prove themselves right or prove themselves wrong just to figure out you know how the theory is whatever it is to get to point B and that how flat earthers seem to be they come up with the conclusion first and then they try and force the science to exactly. fit yep. what their conclusion is and the perfect manipulate example manipulate all the evidence yeah. to yeah, it's confirmation bias is, yeah. the, is the term for that yeah and the perfect example is in the movie they do this experiment with the gyroscope because they want to show how oh, the gosh. earth has to move 15 degrees an hour i guess is what they calculated at so they spend twenty thousand dollars to buy this super <laughs> fancy gyroscope <laughs> and they so say they that, have money like yeah, we were saying earlier they, they have, have money and so I don't like, have twenty grand lying around yeah, for a gyroscope. A gyroscope, like what the fuck? What else are you gonna do with it, right? <laughs> it's not something like a car that you you know you will use. It's just a gyroscope. And what's the re- what's the resale value of yeah. a twenty grand gyroscope? Yeah. Funnily enough, they'll sell it to like the local physics lab and be like, <laughs> yeah, we don't have funding to pay for that, <laughs> but this person does. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they got more money than the scientists. So they want to send it up to prove that, I guess, that the Earth isn't moving. That there's no 15 degree movement per hour. So they send it up the first time, and it moves. <laughs> it well, literally it's... proves against their theory yep. the minute they send it up. And they're like, well, it had some drift, so we think it's something else that is not actually the Earth moving. Might be the wind or something. Like, yeah. Maybe something's not quite balanced correctly. We'll, we'll have to we'll reset and try again. Yeah. And then they put it in, like, some other box or something. Oh, it was, like, it was something about radiation, they said, was, like, pulling it the first time. Yeah, it was, right, yeah, cosmic cosmic radiation. <laughs> yeah. Coming from God, I guess. I yeah, from the dome. <laughs> yeah, is there cosmic radiation from the dome? Is that projected as well? So then they send it up the second time, and the same thing happens. And they're like, well, no, it's something else now. So we're going to have to send it up another time and we're going to cover it completely in bismuth and like <laughs> make sure there's nothing that'll ever get yeah, to it. Yeah, we're going to coat it in lead and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. We're going to just keep putting more and more stuff around it to block cosmic yeah. rays from affecting it. Because the second they sent it up the first time and it proved them wrong, so they're like, well, no, it must be broken. <laughs> it doesn't fit. Well, like, if they were scientists, they'd be like, well, shit, obviously my theory's wrong. I need to rethink everything. Exactly. You... And like you said, like the, the the quote that you mentioned, like it's the opposite. It's, oh, well, the evidence must be wrong because my theory's definitely right. Yeah. And that's how the one guy even... I forget which guy. I think it may have been Tim Urban. I think I want to say that's the guy in the documentary. But he talked about how, like, 
you have point A, which is your theory, and point B, which is the conclusion you want to get to, and science is just the process of how you get there. It's it's not something where it's like science is against us or science is for us. It's just the process yeah. of how you get yeah. to that point. Yep. You come up with your idea, you're like, I think that, you know, the earth is flat, or I think that if I, you know, roll this cup down a hill a hundred times, it's always going to roll to the right, you know, and then you go out and do the science to come to that conclusion, whether it's right or wrong. We did science experiments or science projects in like elementary school as a 10 year old. You're like, I'm going to plant the these teachers seeds. teachers lied to you, Andy. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to plant these seeds, and I'm going to yell at this plant, and I'm going to talk nice to this plant, and see which one grows better. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, spin, to spin back to Carl Sagan, he has a quote about science that is one of my favorites. Um, science is not perfect. It can be misused. It's only a tool, after all. Yeah. But it is by far the best tool we have, self-correcting, ongoing, and applicable to everything around us. And, and it is. It's exactly it's that. It's just a tool. It, yeah. You said it's just a process. It's just a tool. That's that's it. And flatter. No, it's not a big conspiracy. It's, it's not like <laughs> that's the thing though. Inher- inherently against you or your family yeah. or whatever. But like. they think that science is against them. It's like it's yeah. us versus science. But it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, science is just. It's a tool. It's like us versus the computer. The computer is against yep. me. No, the computer is just a tool you're using. It's programmed to be evil. No, no. Yeah. Like, it's it's so ridiculous. And watching them go through that gyroscope experiment and see themselves, like, proved wrong and wrong again, but still want to keep changing the conditions of everything, so then eventually they'll try and prove themselves right. So they're going to get to the point, because they still won't admit that they're wrong about it, to the point where they're going to, like, have the conditions, like, so exact and fit what they want the outcome to be that it's going to come to the outcome they're gonna be like see i was right oh it took you like four years and thousands of you know tweaks to get to this conclusion that you forced it into that you proved wrong the first time you sent it up yep it's insane yep and isn't that actually the definition of insanity (laughs) yeah Um, repeating the same process and expecting a different answer yeah it's the definition of insanity (laughs) Like that that one was hilarious to me, and then the other one they do is with the the light, shining a light through holes, or the, oh, the laser God. at first. So they try and do the oh, laser. It's a, yeah, it's a laser, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> God, this is this was the clip I saw oh. that convinced me to watch the documentary <laughs> because like, holy shit, yeah, these guys are idiots. So do you want to talk about that one? Absolutely. So. The theory is it's not dissimilar to the thing I mentioned that Carl Sagan talked about. So you have essentially these boards with holes in them. Mm-hmm. And if the earth is flat, naturally, you hold like a six-foot board and a six-foot board with a hole five and a half feet from the ground, and you shine a light, it should come through one hole, carry on straight across the flat of the earth, and then come through the other side and the other person on the other end should be able to see that laser coming through one hole through the second hole and into their eyes because the earth is flat so therefore two things no matter how far apart they are will always be level with each other yeah and they i can't remember what exact calculation they did but they said like oh it has to be this certain distance apart mm-hmm. and it should be if it's flat it'll be the same um but if it's curved then you'll need to hold the light higher and it will shine. No, the other guy has to be higher with his hole, doesn't he, or something like that. I don't know which way around it is. 
to, to see it because it counteracts the curvature of the Earth. And they start with a laser, like shining this little like laser pen thing through. Nothing. Hey, Dave, can you see it? No, I can't see nothing. You? Nope, nothing <laughs> for me either. Okay, fine. Then we're like, let's try a bigger light. Okay, let's just get the bigger light. And they get this massive torch thing mm-hmm. and like shine that through that. Can you see anything? Nope, still can't. Wait, wait, hold it. Are you holding that straight or are you like six feet in the air? No, I'm six feet in the air. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they real they very quickly I I think the final word is just something like, Well, uh I'm not sure what that proves. I'm like, yeah. Oh my god <laughs> It was so great too because it was like the way they edited the movie together, they're talking to Mark Sargent right at the end and they're like, Oh, you know, what if you you know, you're wrong or whatever or things prove you're wrong and he's like, Well, you know, like how at this point he can't really, he can't really get out, I guess, or whatever, if it's wrong. Like he's kind of sort of in it. And then they go right, right to that experiment where it's just, they yeah. did it a bit earlier and it didn't work. And then they go to the experiment and it proves it wrong. And then that's just where they end it. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. Great. Um, I think we need to talk a little about Mark Sargent as well. Yeah. Because one of the main things I took away from this documentary, not about, flat earth necessarily is that he's a creep and he's clearly in love with patricia oh my god so much (laughs) and she friend zones him hard yeah and he has no clue because he's an idiot and has no idea of like social boundaries and (laughs) the the whole thing for mark Sargent. i think i like i said i'm a physicist i'm i'm a you know, a lapsed physicist, if you will, not a psychiatrist, but he's very clearly wants to feel special and loved in his life. Yes. And he, and he doesn't. So he starts a flat earth movement. He so has a people t-shirt will think that he, says I'm Mark Sargent. I'm Mark Sargent. <laughs> Fuck right off. You arrogant little bastard. He's just, he wants to, feel cool and special and be he yeah. wants to be somebody he wants to be famous he wants to be adored by people yeah i mean in a way don't we all affection and adoration are a nice thing to have you want to have yeah. friends whatever some people strive for fame some people want to have friends or a family or whatever you do you however he is very very clearly pining for patricia yeah. mm-hmm. and she is like oh yeah we're really great friends and almost like an episode from the office it pans over to mark with these puppy dog eyes who turns to camera and just looks really upset in the corner that she called him his friend he's like oh you know me and patricia we're really good friends we're really close and she's like yeah i've met mark once and he was like what yeah i thought we were in love he talks about how he never how... says anything out loud, but he very basically does. He talks about how like, oh, she was going to move to Seattle, but it didn't work. So then she moved to England for like some other you know, thing, and then that didn't work out. So she paid all this money to move everything back and came back and came back to America. And it's like, yeah, because she's clearly not in love with you. That's why she moved to England for another guy. Didn't she have like, if I remember correctly, doesn't she have like a separate husband that is just like? I think so. Oh, she went. To, she went to England with her then husband and I'm like mm-hmm. hold on a minute what yeah. are you just creeping on yeah. a married woman like yep. it's enough to it's, an, it's bad enough 
to creep on any women, listeners. Just a little <laughs> advice from your old Life pal tip. English Jack. Yeah. Don't creep on people. Yes. Women, men, non-binary people, doesn't matter. Yeah. However, it's even worse to be... <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think she was married. To be creeping on a person in a relationship, that's even worse. Yes. And to not... To, to start a cult... Yeah. To try and get a woman's attention that goes too far that you start believing your own bullshit so much that you can never be convinced out of it. Yeah. You've wasted your life. You've ruined your life for a person who clearly doesn't love you and never will love you. And now you've started a cult that could ruin a lot of people's lives. Yeah. And there's this other guy in it. The like crazy brain training guy in the in the documentary talks about he's like oh the flat earthers aren't just all people that live in their mom's basements and it's like yeah Mark Sargent lives upstairs in his mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, what a coincidence! Yeah, like he doesn't live in his so mom's much. basement. <laughs> yeah, he lives in his mom's attic. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Mark Sargent has like an undiagnosed social disorder or oh, mental to. health issues. Or something. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure he does because that's that's very common in that kind of sense where maybe he has some kind of like he maybe he's on the autistic spectrum because he very clearly doesn't understand the social boundaries and and the the social cues from other people around yeah. him, and he uses his fame as just a way of very bluntly breaking the ice breaking the ice wall if you will yeah <laughs> with people and it's just like like you said he doesn't introduce himself to people he just wears a t-shirt with yeah. his name on and the interviewers i saw like i said i think it was the vox kind of short clip they did on youtube about it um they just people go up to them, oh you must be mark Sargent, and he goes huh, is it the t-shirt that gave it away <laughs> yeah yes it was obviously it was in you giant letters asshole like yeah, he mentioned one time in the documentary too how he was going through the airport and the TSA agent kind of like waved him over and was like, oh, "Are you Mark Sergeant?" and like let him go without checking his bag. And I was like, "That's illegal." <laughs> like, <Yeah>. That's no. <laughs> they know I'm not a terrorist because I believe in flat. <laughs> that's not. Wait oh, a minute. That's a VIP privilege that you got to go by without them checking your bag. They're not allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Beyonce gets her bags checked, motherfucker. So yeah, should you. Exactly. Oh, you're Mark Sargent. You you believe in flat Earth? Like it's insane. I hope they do a UK convention. I can go there and just like <laughs> start some shit. <laughs> I have, having said the convention stuff, I have a real like guilty pleasure, guilt, like a real confession <laughs> to make. When they were showing, like the guy had like the bike. Oh yeah. Oh my god, that that dude was a bit crazy. But those little models they built, I I want one of those flat Earth models. They're pretty detailed. Where it like, where it like lights up as a little planetarium yeah. thing. It was beautiful. It was really well crafted. Yeah, it was crazy when they were want, showing like how I much want, detail they put into those. it. I'm, I'm going to go on like Etsy and see what I can find. Like, <laughs> really, really cool. But it's a fucking stupid idea. But it looks nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice piece like, of so, art. Like so many other things. Yeah, exactly. That's a lovely piece of fiction. Yeah. <laughs> you can, like, just pop the dome off and put, like, some little miniatures around the edge. Guarding oh, the ice wall. <laughs> I, if I could use it as, like, a, a D&D map or something. Yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> um, I'm 
I'm looking it up right now. I have found one straight away. <laughs> for thirty pounds. That's not terrible. I mean, it's not. It's not. It hasn't got the lights in the dome, which is kind of what I was hoping for. Yeah. That, that's the. That was my favorite bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there's very quickly. Oh wow! Well, there's a flat Earth T-shirt that gives you the breakdown of like how. Oh, how the flat earth works. Oh my lord. Yeah, and that's the weird thing too. So they have the society and the, like their theories and stuff. But then even the people within it have different beliefs. Because there's ones that believe in the dome. There's ones that believe that there's actually just like outside the ice wall on the flat earth. There's just other continents that aren't yes. part of our like world, I guess. Like I don't know, <laughs> you know how is they like part of the They've flat They've gone very part? Game of Thrones basically. Yeah. What's west of Westeros is the question. Yeah. That they should be asking, what, what's past the ice wall? Like, oh, we don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's a bunch of zombies. Yeah. Who knows? It's just, or infinite other continents floating in their own flat circles. Like, I don't, it's bizarre. So it's like, if you don't believe in the dome, you believe in just this other, you know, infinite continents beyond, beyond the ice wall. Like, it's, I don't so weird to me that they would have this whole theory in this like society and like but they have like their own sub beliefs in it and then they like all fight about it too because like yeah. you had mentioned there's the the first guy matt something and he tries to say that he came up with flat earth but not really because there was a guy from the 1800s that made the map yeah <laughs> and he gets all mad that mark Sargent is trying to like steal his thunder and so then he says that Mark Sargent is like a CIA plant or oh, paid yeah, by the CIA yeah. and he he's go, like an he actor. Has like a men- he has a mental break. Like yeah. He, he goes crazy and very clearly goes insane and yeah. starts, yeah. Like you said, claiming Mark Sargent is a, is a CIA plant or that kind of yeah. stuff. Like, oh my God. There was a great part too where like Patricia's talking about how they started saying stuff about her and how she's, you know, a, a lizard because her eyes flickered or whatever on tape or even to the point they like, oh, maybe she's transgender and just like saying all the stuff about her and how she can't prove them wrong. She could show them her birth certificate and pictures of her family as a child, but she can't prove them wrong because they all say it's all faked. And I was like, exactly like you're doing about Flat Earth. Yep. It's the exact same situation because everyone's yep. like, hey, here's a picture of Earth from space. And you're like, nope, it's faked. And she's like, here's a picture of me as a little girl. And they're like, nope, that's faked. It's exactly the same. Yep. It's the whole uh, like lizard eating its own, snake eating its own tail kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. You brought this upon yourself. You've, you've helped create a culture of people not believing. And now they don't believe you. Yeah. And Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the guy, his name is not Matt. I mean, it is, but that's not what he calls himself oh, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember it now, aren't you? He yeah. calls himself Math. <laughs> oh, he calls him Math because he's a scientist. Yep. Uh, Matt Matt Boyland, Boylan is his real name, but he, of course, he calls himself. Math Powerland, because <laughs> he's the fucking Simpsons character. Max Power. Math Power. <laughs> it's the name you love to touch, <laughs> but you mustn't touch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, he did, he did a whole like YouTube video about how he started Flat Earth as a joke, and now they're infringing on his copyright laws and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he he used to work for NASA, didn't he? Apparently, according yeah, to him. Yeah, he says something how he he painted the pictures of the Earth. He's like their artist. It was something like that, but I didn't look into it more. But I guess that was like his original claim was that he worked for NASA and painted the pictures of the Earth. And then they mentioned in the documentary that how he was at some NASA party and some astronaut or someone else for NASA was like, oh, yeah, GPS doesn't work in the Arctic because the Earth is flat. And then they all laughed about it. And he was like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, I don't think so. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm on r slash flat earth right now, but I'm on r slash flat earth right now. Oh. That was how I found uh, Math Powerland. <laughs> you should change your name to Jack Science. Oh, man. <laughs> what, what's the, yeah. What's my, what's my equivalent of, like, math? I don't know. And, like, With a science. <laughs> yeah. You're like, good lord. Yeah. Imagine if I'm called, like, Physics strong boy. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what he's called himself. Tried to be like a fucking superhero and failed. Yeah. And he is so mental when they show the clips of him in the documentary. Yeah. I, I do wonder, like... I assume he started off fairly... Like, sane, speaking in a fairly sane way. <laughs> yeah. But he then very clearly jumps off the deep end and goes absolutely mental. Yeah. And like you said, starts attacking the other flat earthers and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. oh god, yeah. There's actually another really well, great it's... part in the movie where their Matt Sargent and Patricia are at the the space museum in Houston, I guess it is. And he's trying to get oh, the video yeah, to yeah. play, and he's like, "The video won't play," and he's touching the screen. He's like, "I can't even get this to start. It's broken. This is garbage." And then the camera zooms in on like the big green button that's down on the armrest that says "Start." <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much yeah. that the cameraman doesn't even say anything to him just like zooms in on the button yeah. that he was supposed to be pressing and not just like smashing the screen with his hand yeah you can't even figure that out but you know it's flat earth conspiracy <laughs> lord and I think the worst part is that like people just so easily buy into it Without even, like, thinking about it on their own. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to believe in Flat Earth. And it's just, like, you know, they don't even want to question things. They just want to blindly believe them. And then they go about how, well, people blindly believe science and the globe and stuff. But, yeah, you're doing the same thing. Yeah, the, the people believe in science since just, just upsets me so much. <laughs> it's not something to believe in. <laughs> That's it, yeah. I I had this conversation with my dad because I was, and still am, a staunch believer, for one of better friends, <laughs> in science. Yeah. He was like, well, it's just the same thing as a religion, isn't it? Then I was like, no, no not. absolutely not. Because I'm ready to be proven wrong at any given moment and ready to adapt my beliefs and my understanding, as you said, to new evidence yeah. and new ideas and new theories that can be proven. I'm not like, well, this is it. Flat Earth is real. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Like you said, yeah, I don't. Uh, I'm. We're all on the journey of science towards, not necessarily conclusions, but towards more ideas and more thoughts and yeah. conclusions of certain questions and stuff. 
you don't just sit on the conclusion and ignore the journey. Like, yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I'm more likely to believe in simulation theory than flat earth. I think simulation theory is an easy, <laughs> easier, less complicated <laughs> theory than flat to- earth is. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just, you know, the whole idea of the dome and that they never address like, okay, well, who made this dome? Because, yeah, like you said, it, it comes down to the fundamental, you know, creator God belief, but they never address that. They kind of always just leave it like, well, there's this dome and then that's that. And someone would have had to make the dome. Someone would be controlling it. Someone's, you know, controlling how there's the light for the sun and the light for the moon. And it spins around on this dome. And there's all the, you know, stars and everything projected onto the outside of the dome that we're all looking at. And someone's controlling all of that. Never mind the lie that NASA and everyone else is telling people. There's the whole outside of them thing that has to be controlled by someone as well. But they never get into that. Yep. Exactly. It's this... Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and you can tell I'm just getting angry. Just, just, <laughs> just even talking about it. And when you when we first started talking about this, when you first asked me to come on, I wondered if you had, like, done some research and were like, well, I'm going to play devil's advocate. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I'm about to <laughs> start shouting and swearing at Mandy and feel really terrible. And you were like... No, I'm not going to bother that. I'm like, oh, thank God. I mean, I'd be quite interested. Like I said, I kind of want to meet Mark Sarden and just debunk every word that he says. But I'm I'm glad you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it's funny in the documentary, too, because there's, like, almost all the scientists they talk to, they're like, yeah, we, like, we'd, you know, we'd want to work with them and have, you know, experiments and see how this works and you know explain to them and offer them you know our conclusions and how the flat earth people are just like no no we don't want to we don't even want to meet you halfway like we won't do anything and that's how it seems like most scientists are that if you're like hey how does this work they're like well let me show you or it's like i don't know how this works let's figure it out whereas flat earth people are just like this is what it is this is how it is and any conclusions that you come to have to fit within our theory. Yep, exactly. There was another um, part of with it too. So it actually came up because I was listening to another podcast on Flat Earth. It was when I was driving back from out of town and then that got me thinking like I want to do Flat Earth episode. And I'm like, I'm going to ask Jack to be on. <laughs> it was like one of those eureka <laughs> moments well, in that the, was car. the That was the moment. Oh, God. Yeah. But there is there was a part that they had mentioned in it about how like with weather systems. So you can track weather systems online and meteorologists and everyone tracks weather systems and how, if there's a flat earth, it would sort of have to stop at like one spot and then perfectly duplicate and like appear in another spot. So like how they move around the globe. But if it's flat, like our weather systems just going in like this circle on a flat surface or are they just starting and stopping? (laughs) teleport from one side to the other yeah yeah because you can track them as they go around so unless that's all fake too but you could just simulate that on the internet right yeah exactly just fake it fine which goes more in line with simulation theory than flat earth it almost seems like flat earth people are just like that one little piece away that one little puzzle you know being put in that it's actually simulation and not flat earth yeah well like i said it it's 
it's borderline like the Truman Show, which mm-hmm. is essentially a simulation theory. Yeah. Like, so yeah, we are we are God's little plaything. We are the the creator's toy. They're his little entertainment station, which could therefore mean oh, we're just a computer program. We're yeah. just a giant. Let's not get into that whole other. That's a whole other <laughs> three-hour podcast we're yeah. about to delve into. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but yeah, there. That's. Oh yeah, like I said, the the main thing I took away from uh, the behind the curve was what a creep and weirdo Mark Sargent is, basically. For me, it was like there was the other crazy guy who was like had a brain coach and was hitting the balls off the like hammers and stuff or whatever in his yard, and he goes up to some like random lady in a car who's like sitting there in like a convertible, just like waiting for her husband or whoever. He's like, oh, have you heard about flat earth theory and, you know, the earth's flat and this and that. And I, I looked at my husband. I was like, if that was me, I'd be like, I'm calling the cops. Get away from my yeah, car. Yeah, he was like he was like a street preacher for yeah. flat earth shit, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, of course. He'd be like, get away from me. 911. <laughs> like, there's a crazy guy here. Yeah. Like, don't come at me with your crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the other thing, too. So, my husband's a surveyor. That's what he does for a living. He surveys on the highway. He uses GPS and coordinates and the curvature of the earth to map out those coordinates. And so it's funny watching with him because it's the same kind of thing. He's like, no, like I, I literally do this for my job. <laughs> you know, yep. like I map this out. Like one guy stands on, you know, however far down the road with a pole and the other guy stands with the scope and you look through the scope to line it up with the pole and you have to factor in the curvature of the earth depending on how far away it is. It's they, the fucking experiments from the end of yeah, the curve. Basically yeah, exactly. is what he does on a daily basis. And that <laughs> <laughs> he uses... You know, the, the GPS coordinates that they use, the formula has the curvature of the Earth built into it to map out where the coordinates go. And somehow it works out that they end up there. Oh, God. <laughs> my, ta- my other takeaway from the movie is that all the science people that they talked to were calm and rational and willing to work with any flat earther that was like... You know, they yep. wanted to be like, here, I'll show you our science. I'll show you the experiments. I'll explain how physics works to you. I'll explain how space works. Like, you know, come on on. I'm, I'm more interested than, you know, sit down, have a cup of tea. We'll, we'll kind of go over this. And the flat earthers are all just like, nope, science is the devil. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. If you're not open to discuss your theory, then don't have a theory, basically. Yeah, exactly. Discussion is the whole point of this, and yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> well, it sounds like you've had enough crazy for today. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mandy. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like you talking about how you know you say you get mad to the point where you just voice gets higher pitched and start screaming. It always reminds me of there's one episode of Hell's Kitchen where Gordon Ramsay just got madder and madder and he was screaming, It's raw and it was just got like super high pitched where he almost lost his voice. Oh really? No. <laughs> it's so great. Raw. But it just like got like higher and higher and he almost just like lost his voice and it was like only dogs could hear him screaming now. Okay. <laughs> and that's just how I picture you now flipping out about flat earth. <laughs> good lord so aside from sciencey talk <laughs> you do a <laughs> podcast on movies I do 
it's not about flat earth i'm afraid <laughs> sorry sorry to disappoint everybody <laughs> uh it's called sequelizers and me and three of my friends try to fix bad sequels that are that followed good movies basically so so far we've covered things like jaws 2 because jaws obviously classic yeah. jaws 2 not so much <laughs> yeah. um even everything from, like, uh, Revenge of the Creature, which is the sequel to Creature from the Black Lagoon, to th- Alien 3, I think we did. Yeah, Alien 3 we've done. Predator 2 we've done. Loads of stuff. Godfather 3. Mm-hmm. Friday the 13th, Lo- too. <laughs> we talked about Friday the 13th, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a whole. That was kind of a mid-season episode that was more of a discussion about the franchise as a whole rather <laughs> yeah. than the specific sequel. Because basically, we couldn't work out. Our rule is we we tackled the first bad one in the series. <laughs> we we are the phrase we use is where the rot sets in. So it's not it's not actually the worst. So take Pirates of the Caribbean is the perfect example of this, and where we had quite a lot of backlash from yeah. from listeners and stuff. <laughs> We fixed Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Most people don't like 3 or 4 or the, the rest, whatever the hell the 17, pit. whatever they're 17 on. or whatever they're up to now. Um, our argument was 2 so directly connects to 3 that you have to fix 2 in order to fix 3. Because mm-hmm. 2, if for those of you who don't remember, ends with Jack Sparrow, hello beastie, jumping into the mouth of the Kraken. Yeah. And that's it. It's half a film. It's it's the bad version of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and we felt like we had to fix that. That's where the that's where the series takes a turn towards bad because the first one's great, but with Friday the Thirteenth, we were like, <laughs> Alec on the show was like, well, obviously it's part five. I'm like, hold on a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> the first four are not consistent let alone within their own canon and narrative (laughs) let alone four good ones in a row five is not good you're correct but like that's that's too deep that's too far we need to fix other stuff along the way that is some of it's in three some of it's in two some of it's in four Jason doesn't show up until three really properly exactly yeah so there's this thing do we fix the stuff with the mum first, and then Jason later. Like, oh my god! One of them's Ended not even in... him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> just random shit just happening in that in that <laughs> yeah. series. It's mental. Um, and funnily enough, we're recording this uh, shortly after a Friday the thirteenth in in September. So, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in general, we try and fix bad sequels. Is is the the elevator pitch? Uh, we're in the middle of season four at the moment. Um, and we're just about to start planning and scheduling out season five. Season five is going to be bigger than ever. We're going from eight <laughs> episodes to 12 episodes. Nice. Uh, thanks to our lovely Patreon supporters. They broke a uh, stretch goal for us, which means we do longer seasons now. Um, so we've now got to plan that out. We've got a few requests from patrons as well. They get to pick episodes for the next season. We've already got a couple in there that I won't spoil for you guys yet, but... Yeah, we're getting bigger and better and expanding. There's merch being designed and stuff at the moment, so there'll be t-shirts and stuff on the way soon, hopefully. Nice. And, uh, yeah, sequelizers.com. That's as in the word sequel, S-E-Q-U-E-L-I-S-E-R-S 
is the full thing. Not as an equal, and not <laughs> with not with a Z, because <laughs> I know you say Z, yeah. you Americans. We we do S's and E's <laughs> here in England. E for England, S for sequels. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that's kind of my main project at the moment. I've got a comic book coming out sometime early next year. Oh, nice. Maybe. Um, it's in production at the moment. I've we're kind of done my script side of things, and I'm kind of waiting on the art team and the the editing and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's about World War Two, specifically about D-Day, uh, published by Osprey Publishing, um, and should hopefully be coming out in the first sort of quarter of 2020. Uh, fingers crossed. So yeah, keep up with my social media and all that stuff. I'm JLW Chambers and all of that. And if you want to, yeah. Chat to me about Jack flat science. Earth. <laughs> Jack science stuff. I, sh- I need to change my Twitter handle, don't I? I... Jack Hello, science. I'm Jack Science. <laughs> Scientist extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> Arch nemesis of math power land. <laughs> uh, that would be a great comic. <laughs> That's my next project. Jack science versus math power land. <laughs> Science versus math. Exactly. <laughs> Battle for the ages. <laughs> well, thanks for being on to talk about Flat Earth Insanity. Thank you for having me. Uh-huh. I, I apologize <laughs> for my ranting. <laughs> I hope we're not just encouraging more people to believe in it. <laughs> Wait, Shaq believed in it? Oh my god, I've got to check this out. Yeah. Oh, no. What <laughs> Well, thanks for being on, and I will have you on again soon. Maybe we'll talk simulation theory. Oh, is that the, that's the next plan, the next yeah. topic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to the podcast. As always, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast apps. Just look for the podcast. And as well, the Podbelly Network. Check them out at podbelly.com on the internet for all your podcast needs and wants and you can find my shop at shop.littlegeekloss.com with all my fun t-shirts as well as everything else you know for me at littlegeekloss.com on the internet check that out as well